order, order! This court has found you guilty of being mean to dogs, cats, ferrets, rabbits, and every other one of the cutest animals under God's blue sky. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Don't forget about honors! I only did it because I was listening to Locals Barbershop after hours. I didn't know what I was doing. I swear! Silence! I've heard just about all I care to hear out of that slick, talking, Yankee mouth of yours. This court said it is you to dare. This is too easy, Bonesaw. Listening to locals barbershop after hours will cause you to be mean to animals. Don't forget the elderly. Animals and the elderly. You gotta be a real monster to listen to that show, Daniel. If you are an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to Locals Barbershop After Hours at JabroniU.com. If you are not an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you from fabulous studio B-plus in Bradenton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Solorzno, and Trainsaw, Andy Liner. Oh, choo-choo! <laughs> I was expecting a sweet rap and then I got a really awkward train. <laughs> I was trying to go in with the bone saw and then switch it to a train and it was just a, a train wreck is what that was. <laughs> oh man, this is this is what the good shows always start off this way. Uh so Bone Bonesaw said enough of this nonsense. I can't. I can't take one more. I can't take one more day. So he had to. He had to tag in Andy here. He'll. He'll be back. He'll be back for the. Uh, for the final finals. Uh, we'll. We'll drop that show on Saturday. Um, but yeah, Andy. Uh, let's. Let's start by asking the uh, question. What do you think about either of these nights as a whole? Um, I. I thought that kind of. Just kind of the whole tournament's been this way. Um, I don't think it's been been bad. I think it's been good, but like it could be way better. So, like six out of ten, you know, kind of deal. <laughs> okay, so this is I'm I'm really glad that you're on this episode because I need your I need your positivity to yeah to wrestle me out of my opinion that Okada and Ibushi is not the best way that this could have ended or, or like I was like, uh, like I, I saw which way I saw which way it was going. And then, you know, given, given the night, uh, 16 results I was like, Oh, like Okada is definitely going to, is going to win the B block. And then after everything that happened on night 17, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be Ibushi and Okada. But I need you here to remind me that Okada and Ibushi is still going to be a really fire match. Oh, it's going to be a banger of a match. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I think I think people are probably just a little underwhelmed as they hope that either uh, ZSJ or uh, Cobb would make it into the, the finals, and then it really wouldn't matter who they were taking on 
because it was a little bit of new blood. Uh, but this is the fourth year in a row, right, for Ibushi. Yes. Um, and obviously we've seen Okada all over the place. And, you know, I'm Ibushi's my guy. I love Ibushi. But um, I think... I think they're doing this uh, partially because they're not sure who's going to come back and all that kind of stuff. So they want somebody safe. It's, it's a safe. champion. It's safe. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah it's, it's safe. Yeah. But like, then why did you build up Z, ZSJ and Cobb the entire tournament? Because those guys were the MVPs of the tournament. Yeah. It's, right? It, it, yeah, um, as so, as far as like guys I, yeah. that I was like, this is this is who I'm tuning in to see like every night. Like, yeah, like Cobb and ZSJ yeah. for for sure, and even uh, like even Kenta and Shingo too. Like, we'll 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 do the messages and then we'll get into it because there was mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. cool things that could have that could have happened on night seventeen, and then they went with the safe option, which which is which is fine, but we'll. We'll we'll do the messages here and then we'll uh, we'll get into it. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ju Wrestling and on Twitter at Ju underscore Wrestling and of course at JabroniWrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find Ju Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at JabroniU.threadless.com. And remember to please rate, review, give us that sweet Dave Meltzer five star on Apple Podcasts, and remember to like, share, retweet, subscribe, favorite, bookmark, all the all the things. It's the safe choice, really. And if there's anything that we've learned, sometimes the safe choice is the right choice. Okay. So uh, we'll we'll or not. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get into it. It'll 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 be fine. Okay. So night seventeen, we're at Yokohama Budokan Kanagawa, and okay. So first match is number five, and I will tell you the one and only note that I have about this match because it sums up the entire match. It was a special singles match, Kojima versus Okan. So, you know, Okan is not earning any points on this win either way. Uh, but all I wrote down was it was Kojima versus Great Okan. And Okan wins with a Dominator in 10 minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah, I liked this one. Yeah, there, um, was, no, there was nothing wrong with it. It's, it's just literally like I that is the best way to describe it. Like, you know exactly how a Kojima match goes. You know exactly how an Okan match goes. Throw those two mm-hmm. things together. That's what happened. There was nothing wrong with the match whatsoever. It was, you know, it's just that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, I, I want to say that uh, Okan, uh, I haven't watched a ton of him. Uh, I really liked his genie looking style with his Michael Jackson white glove. Um, and then I was wondering if that was a mouthpiece or those were his actual teeth that we saw. <laughs> Filed down um, the points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, Okan sells stuff hilariously. So it's kind of fun to watch in that regard. Um, he's he's somebody that I feel like I can kind of uh, get into the Yanu ba- Yano bag with. Of It's just, it's not anything I'm expecting crazy, but it can, it can be a good fun. And I do want to call this out. Um uh, Chris, um, blanking on the last name, said a hilarious line. You can't train your face, Kevin. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I loved that. Uh, yeah. It's see, it's so it's so funny because all right, Chris Charlton is yes, Chris like, Charlton. As soon as yeah. you said I'm blanking on his name, I was like, oh, it's Chris. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you, you made me you made me blank out on his name. <laughs> yeah, these uh these guys are definitely uh on the back end of G one uh you know how when a kid is really oversleepy and then they just start getting real weird with it? Like that's that's what these that's what these yeah. guys are. They're on G one fatigue is what it is. For sure. So yeah, nice little match to open up the night. I think we could probably move on to the uh, next match. Uh, and by the, by the way, Okan and Yano was it was a fun affair. It was it was one of the one of the Yano matches that I really enjoyed. So yeah, old Aladdin trousers, as Zack Saber Junior calls him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll move. Uh, speaking of Yano, we'll move on to uh, Ishii versus Yano. And, and so it looks. My notes look like this mat. Uh, this night just got better and better as every match wore on. So I I ranked it up. I think that's five, fair. Five, four, three, two, one. I mean, pretty much went that way. Bonesaw will uh, put whatever numbers he feels like into the uh, into the number generator so we can get, you know, percentages of who who did. Yeah. You know, Chris Sampson ain't the only numbers game in town. (laughs) Bonesaw's coming for you. (laughs) This this match, I was immediately angry because Yanu came walking out with a fucking book, which made me just super hot. You know, so I was like, what is this dude walking out with a fucking book? Uh, but he did have a Mona Lisa tea, so that kind of made things better. Yeah. And uh, he, he immediately went on the attack. So he didn't like he brought out the book, the book as a prop. I mean, now, granted, he, that was a theme for the night. Yeah. Like he he always uh, he always comes out with the book to like advertise. the. Well, it's a cookbook. So, I mean, like, there's probably a lot of pictures. <laughs> of it, so, so don't get too mad. Uh, well, maybe it's not so yeah. bad. Then. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, you get you get food at the end of reading that book. So, yeah, it's not so bad. But yeah, he he came out he came out of swinging, uh, 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 you know, stopping his own entrance, <laughs> like he just yeah yeah uh you know and then hitting um different backslides uh which again was theme of the match with uh, the towel backslide and yeah <laughs> and then uh, throwing the tea over his face which that is a hilarious thing that'll never get old oh yeah ab- absolutely. Um, he he also uh he hides under the ring and then emerges and then Ishii just chucks oh a goodness. fucking turnbuckle pad right in his face. Oh man. <laughs> and you could hear him screaming under the ring. I have no idea what he was screaming, but he was screaming under the ring like he was terrified. If I if I have one goal of just learning Japanese, it's that I eventually figure out just all of the things that Yano is just randomly screaming. <laughs> and, his, you know, he, like, uh, he's built this whole thing of he's afraid of the dark, so it's funny that he's utilized going under the rig as right. often as he has. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, the, man. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, and then he, uh, then he busts out some, uh, you know, these guys... Actual wrestling yeah, moves. Yeah. 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 Like... A fireman's carry and a dope belly to belly. Yeah, and these guys have been a uh, been going like that. That's the uh, constant refrain of Kevin Kelly is he's going back to his amateur roots. But it's like he does that in every match, so maybe that's just part of his set list. <laughs> like what? <laughs> right. He's not, right. not going back to anything. It's going. But it's it's really good too. Like the technique on the fireman's. Like I forget every time that he can actually wrestle. Oh, yeah. Right, because of of what he is and what he does. Um, and then all of a sudden he hits a move and I'm like, oh yeah, 
Of course. Yeah, he can wrestle, too. And then you're like, okay, like a wrestling match might happen. Then, oh, no, Yano blasts Ishii in the stone pit bulls and wins off a backslide in 11 minutes and eight seconds. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a fun match. Uh, It's not one, like, that's memorable or anything. But in the moment, it's fun to watch. I I mean, just Ishii chucking the turnbuckle pad at his head was probably the best part for me. So yeah. so yeah, some some more more points for Yano. We'll move on to the uh, the the first travesty of the evening, where the you know the matches actually hold some hold some weight here. I do like how they did this. I, I will say that, um, just in the sense that they built the drama from here on out through the rest of the night. So I like that part. I may not like how everything turned out, but I like that they were like, okay, the first match, you got uh, Takahashi and uh, Shingo, and right, like Shingo's up at the top with with his points, right? So there's like three to four guys that are basically still in it with the A block. Yeah, and so right? I'll I'll, bri- I'll break that down for you really quick because this yeah. this is the crux of what made everything so interesting. So if Shingo if Shingo won this match, then that would uh, he has a he has a uh, tiebreaker over uh, Ibushi um, because Kenta no wait no 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 sorry Zack Saber Jr. beat him so he has a uh, he has a uh, tiebreaker over Kenta um, so if Shingo won this match and then Kenta won the match against Kenta versus Ibushi then he would have taken the whole thing. Yeah, and then and then it goes the other way too. Is Zack Saber Jr. He had a tiebreaker over Ibushi, or uh, so if uh, if Ibushi had won the entire last match, then it would have gone to Zack Saber Jr. So they had this this fun situation where you know uh, you got Yujiro, you got Shingo in a really easy win match with Yujiro Takahashi, and then Zack Saber Jr. in a very winnable match with Tongaloa. So it's like you could have both both of them win, and then like the final match of the night is you're rooting for one based on the previous person that you want to win. So if you want a ZSJ victory, you're sitting there chinning your your head off for Ibushi or whatever. Right. Yeah. The interesting thing here is if you look at it, um, each member was leading up to basically trying to get Kenta forward. For the bullet yes, club. that was that was another interesting thing that they set up as well. Yeah, because it was like it was like, OK, the first two dudes, let's come in and do what we need to do so that basically Kenta has a shot at the end of the night to win and get in. Right. So I like that it was like this complicated playoff strategy. I do think that maybe it was a little bit confusing. Um, like you had to like really like dive in and think about like, wait a second. I see what they're trying to do here. So I like that part of it. Yeah. Well, I'll, is, I'll tell you kind of where I was I'll going. I'll tell you, if you listen to this show, you weren't confused at all. Cause we did all the math for you, baby. You knew exactly oh. where everyone stood. So when you saw Yujiro immediately tried to go for the count out victory, you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, this son of a bitch. And yeah. And then in the yeah. next match, I was kind of like, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, it doesn't really matter on, right. on, that, on that end, but, you know, t- take out Zack Sabre Jr., I guess. Yeah, yeah. And again, the theme of the matches um, starting before they started happened again. 
um, because uh, Yujiro dives over the ring to start the match, and like it's it was either the bell had not rang rang yet or. It had just rang and it was getting started. There was no feel out process oh, it, the entire night. It, so it was so it was so great, as, especially a, a, a testament to the fucking the cameraman. Like the bell had not mm-hmm. rung, the bell had not rung yet because uh, Shingo was still on the outside, and so he's right. like standing there like doing his prayer hands, and so the camera's like pushed up like really close on, and then all of a sudden like Shingo just flies into the or Yujiro uh, yeah. just flies into the fucking frame. I was like, oh holy shit! This it is was kind of like when Dar- Darby will fly out of nowhere, right? Oh, yeah. Um. So I love that they did that because it shocked me. Like I didn't expect it to start that way. So I always think it's cool when. Um, wrestling surprises you. Yeah, the, those uh, interesting angles are always good. Uh, yep. Shingo's not susceptible to Peter's wiles. That, uh, not that it matters. Only Yujiro has got that big juice. Mm-hmm. He's got that pimp can. Uh, Yujiro bites Shingo, and <laughs> Shingo bites him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pointed to his mouthpiece like, "Hey, look, I have my mouthpiece in," so I didn't. Actually bite him. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's all nice and legal. Oh, man. Uh, uh, so about 10 minutes into the match, and I've really been enjoying the defensive made in Japan during this tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do love the classic made in Japan where he hoists them up, and then they're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but the, 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 the defensive ones have been fun. They've been, they've been good. Uh, Yujiro bites Shingo, and Shingo just punches him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I think here um, what I noticed is um, Shingo is just so much better of a wrestler in, like, one year time. It's crazy how much better of a wrestler I feel like he is than, you know, and maybe it's that championship kind of swagger or whatever. But, like, he just, to me, I was like, man, he's like, I just stepped back and was like, he's so much better now. Oh, I mean, like, from uh, from the time, like, from the second that he beat Okada in the New Japan Cup, like, yeah, he, like, he had, he, like, he won that championship, or, you know, like, he got in the position to win that championship, and, like, he's just like, I'm gonna be a fucking champion. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good, because he's, he's proven. You know, I think time and time again that he's championship material and so much so that, you know, the the usual thing of, you know, the champion being in the G1 climax is is always like, "Ah, I don't like that the champions in the G1 climax. Right. Like he's not he's not going to win, but he's going to get a bunch of points. And then it does set up stuff in between, you know, now and Wrestle Kingdom or whatever. But this was, you know, when we were looking at this block thinking to ourselves, like there's a legitimately cool chance that Shingo might win the G1 climax as a champion. And I thought like right. that would have been one of the really rad outcomes of just like, if, if they're like, you know what? Fuck it. What do we, what do we have to lose? It's pretty much the same field as last year. Let's just go fucking nuts with it and do something that no yeah. one's going to expect. And yeah, and then at that point you can just call out your you know opponent you want as opposed to right, you know yeah somebody I do like that angle that would have been pretty cool. But but see and uh, but now another cool thing that they could have done um 
if we know uh, that anyone has that has a time tested proven that they are excellent when they have to carry around a briefcase that they're going to cash in at some point. It's mm. Kenta. <laughs> yeah. So, like that. So, so there, That's there true. was that option and there was the Zack Sabre Jr. Option. And it was like, he cripples Naito and then just goes on the fucking kill in this tournament. Not to, you know, not to mention that it seems yeah. like he is kind of, a. Emulating the success of Will Ospreay in a way of, you know, he's he's switching off his offensive regimen. You know, he's even in these promos been like, it's like I'm like the best technical wrestler in the world. Now I just want to be the best wrestler in the world. Period. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's you know he's he's put on he's put on a little extra bulk and he's been switching up his he's been switching up his uh, game so it's more multifaceted. Uh, he's been right. super exciting to watch. So, but yeah. or you could go the safe route. So you know it's all all those all those things were things. I do quickly want to say the wheelbarrow German. I fucking love yeah, that move. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, now let's get to the nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Oh no, backslide into pip juice on the floor and Shingo is in trouble. <laughs> uh, Takagi plants Yujiro with a Death Valley driver, but, uh, and he does those Death Valley drivers are so good. But Yujiro pre- prevents him from making it back into the ring before the 20 count. Uh, man, that's, that's a shame. Uh, Yujiro looks pleased with himself, however. Uh, a uh, double count out, so one point each to uh, to both of these men. Which that was weird to me. Thirty six seconds. Because I would have thought, and maybe I'm wrong, but in the past, wasn't double count outs and things like that awarded zero points each? You you know you think you think it would be. I mean, not not that it would have affected anything one way or the other. I just, you know, I would have just assumed. Well, it did because one point means that technically, if everybody else loses that needs to lose, Shingo could still win with the draw. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant, you know, like pr- in a practical sense. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, I felt like they changed that you, to simply justify this this drama. Right. I, Which is fine. I, I liked that. Because I was like, oh, now I don't know what's going to happen. But um, it was I, I just think that was interesting because I assumed in my head and maybe maybe they explained this ahead of time and I just didn't see it. Um, but I assumed in my head that it would be zero points. Yeah, the, the logic doesn't make any sense because how can you how can you win if you lose? Like that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Whereas a draw is like, OK, nobody won. You reach the time limit. So it's a draw. Right. But, but, you know, also when, when I say in a practical sense, like much in the same way of like Okada has to win to beat Jeff Cobb, but Jeff Cobb doesn't have to win. He only has to get a draw or blah, 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 blah. It's like, right, yeah, right, right. That's right, not right. going to fucking yeah, happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. But a- anyway, so that was, I was like, oh, no, that's the first crushing disappointment of the night. Yeah, yeah, that one was. Uh, I was like, "Oh man," but but again, still some intrigue. Yeah, I was like, "Well, Z- you know," I w- I was like, "Okay, I like the idea of Shingo possibly winning, you know, possibly winning the G one." But that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Zack Saber Junior. still in play here. 
So there was, yeah, technically there was three people still alive. Well, four if you count him, but it was Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Kenta and Ibushi still alive. And then on the outside looking in was Shingo with his, you know, one point uh, draw. Right, which Shingo could have so. won if, you know, to paraphrase Zack Sabre Jr., everyone got dysentery and shitted themselves to death before the end of the night. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll we'll move on we'll move on to ZSJ versus Tongaloa, and Zacky Teckers just fires right out of the gates with the absolute urgency of a man who needs a victory. Yep. And so that like that straight away just started off this match. I was like, oh okay, this is good. This is good, especially because it's against Tongaloa. You know, not talking shit about Tongaloa, but Zack Saber Jr. should be able to beat Tongaloa. Well. I'm starting to get the sense that the Bullet Club strategy here is to win on countouts, even though a Zack loss doesn't affect Kenta. <laughs> what I said earlier, but... Uh, it's just, and just more textbook classic Tongaloa shit talking. You started off hot, and I loved it, as Tonga continually bashes Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> just, just, just whop it on him. Like, man, it's... If if we have a uh, award for uh, best best shit talking, uh, you know Tongalo is very much gonna be is very much gonna be in play. I mean, this man, he looked jacked. Yeah. he looked so jacked tonight too. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. Uh, Zach Saber Jr. head scissor takedown to neck twist to drop kick to the back of the head combo, and it was mm. smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover. Yeah, I was saying he was so quick to get into his submissions. Like, it's crazy how quick all of a sudden there's not a submission there, and then he's got somebody in the submission. It happens so damn quick. It's wild. Yes, and the way that he is just, like, able to, like, combo combo through stuff as fast oh, as, he, man. as he does, it, it's incredible. Oh. Tonga, after a lengthy battle of strength, uh, nearly hits ape shit. But Zack Sabre Jr. wriggles out of it and reverses with a crucifix. He then climbs into that monster flying octopus hold that he does, and Tongaloa is in trouble because he has uh, put a couple people away with this submission. That that, that that thing is so fucking gnarly looking. Oh, man. Dude, the one he did uh, from outside of the ropes. Yeah. Holy shit. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes into the match, uh, Zach parlays that flying octopus into a fucking destroyer. <laughs> like, that was insane. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's like. <laughs> so, I like. The the destroy man, the destroyer. I This is the thing with me, the destroyer. I've, I've figured out when I like it and when I don't like it. The, okay. the destroyer is only cool if you're a person that you'd never expect a destroyer out of it, and it's the only time in your entire life that you do it. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I okay. Yeah, I see. I yeah. So like uh, this this one springs to mind. I mean, you know, I I gotta hate to say it, but you know, people were probably like, "Oh, holy shit, Bad Bunny did a destroyer for no fucking reason." But you know, yeah. a, a more a more practical and relevant one uh, when uh, fucking Dustin versus Cody, 
Dustin busted, busted out a destroyer. Just, yeah, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I saw this on Twitter, uh, you know, to speak of the, the one company or whatever, but Zelina Vega um, uh, pulled it out today, I guess, in their pay-per-view against uh, Dewdrop or mm-hmm. something like that. So that was cool because it was like this tiny girl oh, yeah. on this super large girl that, and it looked so good. It was like, holy shit, how'd they make that happen? Yeah, that's uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. That is that's also another situation. What a giant monstrous person that you wouldn't expect to do it also does it. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which <laughs> Evil Uno or something? Yeah. yeah I've, well, that that just happened recently on a. On, uh, it was some uh, it, was, it was some WWE thing I'm pretty sure but uh, yeah, uh pi- picture picture Mike Orlando blasting off yeah. one of those bad boys on a dude way oh, bigger man. than Mike Orlando I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that little clip but it's fucking wild yeah oh man okay but yeah this, this match was amazing um the transitions were crazy. The flying headbutt from two thirds of the ring, I, I that was awesome too. And as much as I think people may not love the ending, I thought the uh, you know the pinning sequence was was super dope. Uh, yes. So Zack Saber Jr. hits a penalty kick, goes for a pinfall. Tonga Loa kicks out a one. Uh, then, uh, ZSJ goes for a sneaky Euro clutch and Tongaloa counters with one of his own for the one, two, three in 17 minutes and 31 seconds to which I wrote boo earns what an upset. Yeah. Uh, now I'm upset because Coda can potentially make the final, <laughs> which I need you here to remind me that that's not a bad thing. It, it is. It is not. If you like good wrestling, yes. it's, it's, it's the, it's the safe choice. It's Okay. I was in, yep. in the moment. I was I was hot. So that's when the notes yeah. were. Yeah, I I, I still think it's because they were like, we don't know what Zack Saber Junior is going to do after this, which I don't like that reasoning. But I felt like that's what it was. Right. Because like literally, they let him put the they let him and Cobb put the tournament on their backs. Yeah. So. But yeah, you know. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. at least has a legitimate claim to a title match between now and Wrestle Kingdom, so that's that's yeah. that's a good thing. So we'll we'll get we'll get Zack and Shingo again, and it'll be amazing. So I'm not, uh, you know, I, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but you know, it is it is what it is. So we'll uh, we'll move on. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this one. Yeah, Ken- Kenta versus Kota Ibushi. And uh, this this was a uh, main event that I was like... I, w- I was excited for it on paper because Kenta has been so very good this entire G1. So, yeah. you know, the uh, you know people have been reminded of the Kenta of old. Noah Kenta. Yeah. And, yeah, he's just been... He's just been bringing out the hard... Hitting and uh, let's see what my first note here is. Red shoes, you bum ass bitch. You better count that pin attempt. It's not Kenta's fault. Abushi ran into that unprotected turnbuckle pad. <laughs> my first comment is red shoes looking great. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh my god! Like there, 
Red, Red Shoes was was doing some whack ass shit on night eighteen. I'll I'll put it to you like that. With, yeah, with the, with yeah. The Twenty counts. Like I was. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. We'll we'll get there. <laughs> we will. We will. Um. But like I loved the kicking duel and kind of the chess match of what was going on. Clearly, Kenta was just trying to win by any means necessary and not put out an, an amazing wrestling match. Whereas uh, you could see that Ibushi was kind of frustrated visibly because he wanted to put on a good wrestling match, but Kenta was like, I'm just going to keep rolling out and doing things that piss you off. <laughs> yeah, and th- and that's smart. Uh, Kent, uh, Kota goes to kick Kenta, and he reverses it into an STF, and then... The the action just spills out into the entranceway. Like they're just going, they're just going all over the the Yokohama Budokan. Yeah. Um, this is the second time in this match. Red Shoes gave Abushi an extra second to get in before twenty. <laughs> okay, so One never mind. Second, if- try like three seconds. Yeah, so, sorry, he should have been counted out like three damn times. Okay, it was it was this match. Okay. <laughs> So, oh my goodness! I, and Abushi's my guy, yeah. but like, come on! Yeah, it was. You can't start running from the end of the entrance at seventeen and a half seconds. Yeah, it was. It was uh, ridiculous, and and I mean, it's like there was there was one where where Kenta got in at twenty, and then Abushi <laughs> came in like like after after him, and right? Like, you know. 25 and where i was getting frustrated with abushi is i was like he wasn't sprinting like you know uh freaking randy savage or or not randy savage but uh ultimate warrior down the he wasn't like going at his full speed when he was sprinting yeah and i was like dude (laughs) you can't leave at 17 seconds (laughs) and then not full-on sprint to get into the ring yeah it was a the officiating, oh, the officiating of this match was a little frustrating <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not just the counts, too, because he had some parts where he got in in the middle of shit, which you'll get to. I'm yeah. Sure. Uh, that's why my immediate first note is Red Shoes, you bum-ass bitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a nice little handspring to dodge Kenta's lariat, uh, and then he plants Kenta with a half-and-half half suplex. It was very good. Uh, with the way... Ibushi went to protect Red Shoes from getting jammed into the corner. It's no wonder how biased he is. <laughs> yeah, so that was a problem, too. Is like Ibushi seemed way too concerned about Red Shoes, which made it feel like Red Shoes was in his back pocket. <laughs> his whole fucking like, match made it feel like... <laughs> oh, my goodness. And the thing is, I'm a Red Shoes and Kota Ibushi guy. But I was getting frustrated with it. See now, you know, wouldn't like, wouldn't that be such a great angle if you wanted to, like, let's say Koda wanted to be like, we're we're gonna do a heel turn on you. Okay. Yes. Um. Can I also can my thing that be that I have a referee in my back pocket? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, okay. Red shoes is also a heel. So, I mean, I love yeah. it. It felt like that. Yeah. It did feel like that. And I was like, Kenta's not the heel here because he has made it cleanly every single time. And he's just getting screwed by these two guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd be having Red Shoes doing all sorts of shit. Like, oh, 17, 18, 19. 
Oh, you made yeah. it in. You made it. He made it. He yep. made it in. He made it in. He's good. He made it in easily. You know, yeah. uh, he his little thing where he is like, like, who's got more plus? Who's got more plus? And then, like, when someone is clearly just booing Koda, he's like, yeah, yeah, Koda, yeah. Koda won. <laughs> Koda's got the most applause. <laughs> you know, giving people oh, fast man. counts and shit. Like, that, that would be great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm sure you're about to get to it. The table spot. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get in there. Oh. We're gonna get into it. Oh man. Uh oh, chair shots give Ibushi superpowers. Uh, <laughs> Ibushi threatens to hit Kenta with the chair. Uh, kicks his head off instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what the fuck is going on here? Ibushi just pulled out a table. <laughs> <laughs> Now the, ta- the table gave way, but Abushi says "fuck it." It does a smash out on the floor anyway. That is arguably worse than going through the actual table. Uh, it is a hundred percent worse. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, he's got to roll out and then beat him up a little bit, set the table back up, and then go back up. He literally just looked down and said, "Nah, fuck it." Yeah, I'm going for it. I I love. I love when something like that doesn't go right and then the person's just like, oh fuck it, we're going to run it anyway. I don't give a shit. Uh, it got a replay. It looked brutal. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that looked brutal. Yeah. Like, And they were already... You could tell that they were... And I'm not saying it was 100%, but they were definitely like shooting a little bit and, and digging in those those shots, those kicks and those punches. Like, It looked like they weren't like pulling anything. Yeah, it was ex- exactly. And, that, and that's part of why Kenta has been so absolutely phenomenal during this G1 is mm-hmm. he's just been it, it's he's cranked all the hard hitting up to 100 percent. Whereas like, yeah, it, you know, before it only seemed like, uh, you know, a ghost of of what it was, you know, of, of how hard he can actually hit. So it, it was it was. Yeah. Rad. It felt like receipts were being passed out. Yeah, for, is what it felt like for for sure. So we're yep. we're twenty minutes in now. Uh, a third fucking time, Abushi gets an additional second to get in mm-hmm. to the miss, ring. Missed the count out again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this one was this one had zero reason to miss it. He was right there. It wasn't like he was running for the back of the entrance. He was right there. There was zero reason for you to miss twenty seconds. Yeah, he was still on. Like he was still on the floor when when they counted nineteen. It was like nineteen. Okay, I'm hopping to the ring. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like yeah, it was ridiculous. Goodness, yeah. Uh, Kenta brutal fucking palm strikes met with Ibushi brutal kick. And yeah, it, this is just ab- absolutely. Not pulling pulling any of these shots here. Uh-uh. Kamagoye, Kenta kicks out. We're 25 in, minutes into the match. <laughs> uh, Kamagoye shoved into exposed corner, but he kicks out. This uh, Kenta giving a Kamagoye like, oof, man. Uh, go to sleep, but Ibushi catches him with a V trigger. Backside Kamagoye, frontside Kamagoye. Pin in twenty six minutes and sixteen seconds, and Man. and here's here's where you know these are notes from when I was hot, you know I got Andy here to cool me down. No, I mean understandable. 
Like, I'm I'm backing you on this. God damn it. I do not want to see Ibushi versus Okada in the final. Shingo, ZSJ, and Kenta would have all been way better choices. Uh, again, this was all written. This was all written in heat. Uh, I still believe that, but Ibushi's not a bad choice. I just think all the other oh, choices he's, he's, were better choices. Yeah, he's fantastic, but again, uh, there was no reason to put him in four years in a row. Right. They're just... Just not, you know, so unless you're playing the three years in a row winning it and it's a historic thing and, you know, nobody will do it again and all of that kind of stuff. But like, no, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, not uh, like not I not with Kota Ibushi, I don't think. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I think it should have been. Personally, I still think it should have been Zack Sabre Jr., but if you're worried about whatever, then let Kenna do his thing. There was no reason not to. The, if, if for the sole reason that the couple of months he would have been walking around with that G1 briefcase would have been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So Coda delivers his, his promo. I made the final, and I will not waste this chance. Unless, of course, I take every single challenge for the briefcase before Wrestle Kingdom, which I will, because that's what he fucking does when he has the briefcase, <laughs> you know, to his, you know, I, I say to his detriment, except he ended up winning Wrestle Kingdom without the briefcase somehow. So, yeah, sure. You know, fucking whatever. That's fine. Um, let us go to the uh, final ceremony. He's, he's look, he's New Japan's Roman Reigns or John Cena. What are you going to do? <laughs> Let's go to the final ceremonial reading of points for the A block. Uh, with 14 points, the A block champion, Kota Ibushi. With 13 points, Shingo Takagi. With 12 points apiece, Kenta and Zack Sabre Jr. With 10 points, Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano. Uh, Great Okan has 8 points. Okay. And Yujiro Takahashi has five points. Tangaloa has six points. Tetsuya Naito, of course, was disqualified after night one. And I went back and watched that that ma- that first match today, and I'm like, man, that's a shame. This uh, would have been a. I, I can't. Well, you I can't imagine if they what made this some block, changes. I can't imagine yeah. what this block would have been like with Naito in it. Like, <laughs> right? I, I feel like they made some changes. And maybe they made the changes and went to this safe idea in their head, but like came up with some drama behind it, but just to get the safe result because they had something else planned. Uh, but Naito got injured or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they were planning on this the whole time. Who knows? Well, it's yeah. Unless they had Naito planned to win. I imagine, I imagine that they, you know, were just like, well, okay. It doesn't really. It didn't really. It wouldn't have really affected anything. Yeah, that's true. Like if there's like, all right, we'll give everyone two points, but it doesn't affect all the other like the out like all the other matches were going to end up how they would have ended up. So they probably just like, right. well, let's give everyone two points and then just see how everyone ends up point wise at the end. Oh, there's like a fucking four way tie. Oh, that'll be fun. Let's 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 run with that. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. But the idea behind the drama, I do like that. I like the idea that the Bullet Club is just basically trying to prevent whoever they're facing 
uh, so that Kenta has a shot at the end of the night. And at the end of the day, he did have a shot to win it. Um, it just didn't happen. Right. And I was super stoked. I was super stoked for that night. I like. I was like. I was yeah. super stoked. That's why. That's probably why I was so hot because it was such a crushing disappointment. But nevertheless, Ibushi wins. Let's move on to the post match comments. Yano says, "Fighting Ishii is like fighting a boulder. No, a meteorite. It's like fighting a meteorite. Thank God we're on the same team." Yudro says, "Peter, my work is done today." That's real. Hey, Peter, you want to say it this time? Will you walk down the ramp and dance with me again next time? Peter goes, that's real. And does the little tongue. And does the little tongue in the V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was, she was a star that night. Oh uh, man. I, I can't, I can't wait to talk about Yujiro when we do the uh, the final final show because he's brought me so much joy Zack Sabre Jr it's gone full Pete Tong which is apparently British slang for saying it went a bit wrong but he's saying it went full Pete Tong so it went all the way wrong <laughs> oh wow yeah I did not know that that's uh, that is news to me yeah. bloody Tongaloa old gorilla bollocks I expected him to be strong. I didn't expect him to be smart. This is total dog shit. Well, it's worse for one person. Ola Naito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And, and yeah. then he muses about how he can still win if everyone gets dysentery. <laughs> but, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, lastly, we'll end with Kenta. I've talked a lot of trash during this tournament about how crazy everyone is, but I'm 40 and I have purple hair. <laughs> I fell in love with a bow staff <laughs> and I can't stop bringing it up. I guess I'm the strangest one of all. That eh, was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Kenta. And that uh, concludes the events of night 17 of the G1 Climax and the events of the A Block. Uh, any final thoughts there, A-Train? Six and a half out of ten. <laughs> Six and a half out of ten. Okay, well, yeah, it's it's fine. It was, it yeah. There were there were there were crushing disappointments. Um, if you, the listener, have any thoughts about this, emails at jabroniwrestling at gmail dot com, and we you know, we'll 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 dig into it. Maybe you were just as disappointed as we were, and you want to vent, and you want to hear us hear you vent on air. I'm I'm great. I'm great with that. It'll be great. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to go on to night 18. So we'll see you back here in just a few moments. General Slamhammer, Admiral Howe's fleet is advancing on the harbor. We need orders. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of flow and tell, and I've kind of decided that this whole revolution thing, it's for the birds. Birds? Sir, how can you say that? Oh, easy. Because I'm a coward! Flow and tell is a treacherous manifesto, and if you listen to it, you are a traitor and a coward! A traitor and a coward! Don't forget dumb, Daniel. I am not Daniel, and you are not Bonesaw. Yeah! I mean... Oh no! If you are a traitor and a coward, listen to Flow and Tell at Jabrodyu.com. 
if you are not a traitor and a coward, listen to Dude Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com! And we're back, baby. And we're back at the Nippon Budokan. Andy, did you hear what... You hear what those guys who definitely aren't mean or bonesaw said about Flow and Tell over the break? Yeah. It's, oh my goodness. What uh what complete lunatics. Yeah, it's it's oh, not it's man. it's definitely not me and Bonesaw. I see a look in your eye like you maybe don't believe me. You know, uh if I had a Santa Claus bag full of spoons, I would throw every single one of them. At those two gentlemen. Okay. Well, that sounds like it'd be painful, but I can only imagine what that pain would be like because, again, it wasn't me or Bonesaw. Right. But if we find those guys, Jay Breezy and I are ready. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's going be, gonna to be curtains for them, whoever they may be. Okay. So, night 18, baby. Max the Max. Jam Project couldn't even get a live band for this. What a chip. <laughs> it was cool, though. I didn't know there was oh a whole... Goodness. I didn't know there was a whole second half to the Max to Max song. <laughs> they didn't... Well, and like... There's there's two sets of things that I was like, what's going on? <laughs> like, this was just the first one of the night. There was something else that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Let's let's get it, and you'll you'll have you'll have to remind me where it was because somehow I forgot to jot it down on my notes. I watched I watched it earlier today. I took the notes right before we started recording, okay. so I I blasted through a lot of things. So just remind me where it is, and we can talk about the other crazy surprise. Uh, we'll start with Yoshihashi versus Chase Owens. Uh, Owens karma reversal into an ins- this way into the match. Oh, too. we're just we're just gonna skip the the. The uh, young boys. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> that's they, fair. Yeah, they got the shit beat out of them by uh, Kanemaru <laughs> yeah. and and El Desperado. It's not no no surprise there. Uh, we, we've we've seen it a bunch of times during this G one. It's it's great every time. Uh, yeah. and then they come out and they lose, and then they're like, "Oh man, we're so weak. We need to get strong." Thank you for letting us talk. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh, nineteen eighty seven you know, video game thing before you, like, you lose, and, you know, it's like, you know, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. That's that's the captions at the bottom with the dot, dot, dots. It's it's amazing. Yeah, like when, when you uh, w- lose a match in Punch-Out, it's yes. like a little Mac yeah. on the on the bench, and it plays the, the sad music, like, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll put you back down to the bottom of the food chain. You work your way back up. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Yoshihashi versus Chase Owens. And this is way in the match because this is uh, about the only time where anything. Oh, I say it's way in the match. The match wasn't even that long. And this was number five for some. I mean, no, it was yeah. it was it was four, it was four or five. I'll, I'll let Bonesaw pick what the numbers are. This this was six for me because I put that first match above this one. <laughs> OK. <laughs> uh, Owens karma reversal into an inside cradle was pretty slick. Yeah, uh, Chase ran into a super kick, and the spit just went flying out of his mouth. It just looked really great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Yoshihashi wins with a karma pin in eight minutes and twenty-seven seconds. I, uh, it's 
So the next match has Goto in it. So on principle, I am inclined to put a five next to it. Uh, it has the same amount of notes. It was a longer match. Yeah. Uh, well, I liked Tama Tonga in this. So that's that's where uh, that's where I put it higher is because you know. Yeah, and it it, pro- it probably is higher. We just you know we hate on Goto. If you don't hate Goto and hate us for hating on Goto, email us at jabrodywrestling at gmail.com. You can go to hell. <laughs> you can go go to someone else with those complaints. I actually you can go to us, but you know, it's, <laughs> I, I I will I will yeah. read I will read your email and I will validate your feelings and I will read you can say anything you you can say anything you want to about me. I will I will read it. I won't I won't censor it for content. <laughs> uh I really just wanted to see the the guns done and I'm I'm angry that, you know, cuz they kept teasing it and I just wanted it to happen so badly cuz I like the way it looks and I like it that it was going to be on Goto. Um so <laughs> that's where I was like Yeah, so that's where I was a little upset it didn't happen, but uh it was a, it was a good match. Yeah, it uh, Tomatonga had very excellent energy in this entire match. Uh Yeah, I thought I thought he really like stepped up as a singles wrestler. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like I could see him taking another run, you know, next time around, like, because they both look good. Yeah. Well, that was, that was the thing is there was so much, there was so much potential for, uh, for one, for the machine, like for the machine to get behind him because yeah. he, you know, did that whole promo where he's like, like, I'm the captain of this ship now. Right, and, like because he was like, "Where the fuck are you, Jay White?" Uh, it would have, you know, while getting a victory over Okada is certainly a feather in your in your cap. Which, if that's how you're gonna do things, then why are you losing to Koto? I don't know. Right, exactly. So it's it, it's wild. And, and then so so there was that, and you know the very like the very first night of the of the tournament that he was in. He's like, all right, let's do this. And then he pops the shirt off. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. that's what we're going to get for this whole G1. But then, you know, he didn't win a lot of his matches. And unfortunately, no. you know, you kind of got to win your matches to, yep. you know, for, for that stuff to land. But e- either way. Yep. And he was 6-0. and Goto was 6-0 and versus Tamatanga heading into this match. There's zero reason for Tamatanga not to win this match. Right. Ugh, and Goto hell, yeah. man. And you know, he got so close to hitting that one gun stun, and it would have looked so good. Like, it, like yes. he like had all of it, but he just didn't quite get it. And it, man, like that would have went so. And this is not the first time during this tournament where he was about to hit a gun stun that would like just let him hit the fucking gun stun. Like, right. it would have looked amazing. Well, and the thing is, like, you're building momentum for this dude because he just beat Okada. Right. Right? So you're building the momentum. Let him get this win. There's zero, re- again, there's zero reason for Goto to win this. Right. Go- Hiroki Goto is a lost cause. <laughs> He's like, Tamatonga still uh, has promise. <laughs> yeah, well, and again, like, and then if you're, you know, we'll get to it later, but, like, if Okada has a chance to get into your finals and you just have him lose, 
then maybe the guy you have him lose to make that guy look a little better. Yeah, exa- exactly. Oh, goodness. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Goto hits a Russian leg sweep and parlays that into a sneaky cradle that gets him a pinfall in 15 minutes and 19 seconds. And, yeah, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. Whatever. Yep. So we're we're gonna you know we're gonna get into the uh, the next match here, which is a uh, Tai Chi versus Tanahashi. But we have a uh, we have a pre-recorded message from Bonesaw. Bonesaw, take it away. Keep hope close, for it may not be there at the end of your journey. Thanks for that message, Bonesaw. I'm la- I'm sure I'm laughing to it and uh, laughing about it in post, which is where I have to put it in. Um, <laughs> you know, I insist. I insisted that he uh, give us a a pre recorded statement, and I know that it has to do with this match, and I know that it specifically has to do with with Taichi. Probably, I actually I don't know. I think he's. I think he said he's uh, visiting Cloud City at the moment, so it, it could mm. be, it could be anything. I'm gonna let the whole thing roll, and it'll it'll be a good pre recorded message. Someone take the damn mic away from that guy. Are you kidding me? Put a podium in front of him that's got like 20 microphones on it. <laughs> Let him go off. All right. Taichi immediately opens with a dangerous suplex and a pin attempt, and just he gets those short, he just gets those pants right off. He just pops them right off. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yes, this is going to be good. It is on. Yeah. And, you know. And, and then Tanahashi immediately starts exploiting the rib injury. And I love oh, that Tanahashi goodness. has absolutely no qualms about just mercilessly attacking his injured ribs. Yeah. Yeah. Like stand, just standing on him for no reason. Just I'm going to stand on this dude's busted ass ribs. <laughs> yeah. Oh and, man. And, and I love that. And like Tanahashi you know, is is forever a person who, you know, we're going to be like, he's the only person who could get away with doing this. And even in this match, I was like, like this would work way better if Taichi were still a heel. But Mm -hmm. he just isn't, even though he's in a heel faction and, you know, he's a heel on paper. The people he's. He's a fucking baby face to that fucking crowd, to, to all crowds. He's fucking incredible. So For I'm sure. like, I'm watching, I'm watching Tanahashi do this, and I'm like, oh man, that's not a good look on you, Tanahashi. <laughs> well, like, yeah, that's the thing. like. I think people would, I think there would be at least a small smattering of of booze if the people were allowed to orally project. Right, right, yeah, I, I yeah, because it is interesting the way that he's perceived versus uh, what he will do inside of the ring to others, especially when it's exposing um, a injured body part. Yeah. You know? So yeah, he was, he was not holding back at all on those ribs. <laughs> Speaking of Tanahashi puts Taichi in a tree of woe and drops, kicks him right in the tape <laughs> ribs. What a dick. Uh. Ooh. Uh, Gaman Giri hits Tana true and it just smacks him right in the face. And that was that one where he's like right on the edge of the ring. It just totally kicked yeah. him right in the face. It was, it was very good. Very loud. Taichi goes for a danger suplex. Tana reverses it into a sling blade. And that was dope. Yes, it was. Uh, a- actually all of Tanahashi's, 
Tanahashi's decided that he will pull a sling blade out of any hat you present to him, and they always look cool because he is the one and only true master of the sing- sling blade. I will die on that hill. You don't have to die on that hill. I'm 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 with you. I I think uh, the sling blade has uh, become very overused. Um, so yeah, no, I'm with you. Oh, but wait, sling blades give Taichi superpowers. He pops up and immediately hits the dangerous suplex and a big old suplex. Oh, okay. So I guess he just hits him. Just hits him, <laughs> hits him with another suplex. Okay. Uh, Ta- Taichi adopts his sumo stance and he's in the Budokan, so this is especially significant. Charges into Tanahashi. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He charges into Tanahashi's right hand. <laughs> just punches yeah. him right in the face. Because he's a baby face, clearly. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Work, work in the ribs and all of that, you know? Old baby face Tai Chi. Uh, can, you know, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine what it would be like if Tanahashi joined Bullet Club? <laughs> I am all about that idea, actually. That's pretty incredible. I mean, it, it, it works... It works on so many levels. The mm-hmm. first level being like, Jesus Christ, there's already like 50 people in Bullet Club. Uh, the second level is, I'm th- I'm throwing away my subscription to this to this network. I can't believe you made the baby <laughs> face of the universe and, into the fucking the heel stale of the heel stable of the universe. Well, they had him work and heal this match, so. <laughs> So why not? <laughs> I just I just think the idea is funny because it would make oh, people man. so 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 angry. And it's uh, I think he would be awesome in that role though. Oh yeah, D- I, Tanahashi was was a yeah. great was a great heel. He's he's great at everything he does, so it, yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter, but And if you're going to get older and you're going to start to lose some points in these G1s and stuff like that, you might as well just turn it all heel. Yeah, I mean, T- Tanahashi has punched someone in the balls in this tournament, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'd have to look back through the notes, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's at least one person listening who's like, why would you even give breath <laughs> to that idea? Because now uh, it's out in the ether and someone might pick it up. <laughs> so, someone like let's Gato. Hope, let's hope so. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, Tana, he's Tana done Hashi. worse. Yeah, Tanahashi for Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're starting it now. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Bullet Club Ace. <laughs> oh, hashtag Bullet Club Ace. I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, he runs into Tanahashi's right hand, and then he just immediately retaliates with a uh, a fireman carry. No firearm. What the fuck did I write? I was. He <laughs> retaliates with a massive forearm. There we go. Got it. There Nailed we go. It. Yeah, you're still heated from a block. I get it. Yeah, I was my. Well, I, I think this match in particular, my. Pen blue lines ferocious. Yeah. Well, yeah, also to, you had just watched Goto. Sh- yeah. Shout shout out to Capadonna. <laughs> uh, high fly flow, but Taichi rolls out of the way and pins Tana with a Gato clutch in 14 minutes and 58 seconds. 
This is the and then and then Tanahashi rolls out of the ring, grabs a table from underneath the ring, and then just starts jamming it into Taichi's ribs because he's in Bullet Club now. <laughs> yeah, like I saw the look on thought, your face. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> who thought though this match would end up uh, Tanahashi being the heel and Taichi being the baby face, and like that's what essentially the match was. Um, which is not something I think anybody saw coming. So uh, it was good, good stuff. Yeah, uh, it's Taichi has a hole to climb out of if he wants to present as you know as an actual heel. But like, you can't get away with doing that kind of stuff on you know on another babyface Tanahashi. <laughs> Just makes him look like <laughs> right. <a dick>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if this were. You know, if this were G1 Climax 29, like, oh, yeah, like that, that would have, that would have played really well. That would have played so well in G1 Climax 29, but. Yeah, He's going to team up with Kodo and uh, their referee in their back pocket, Red Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the golden bullet. And, and, yeah. bullet, and bullet shoes. <laughs> bullet shoes. Oh, co- somebody make co- this happen. He comes out to the ring with 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 the red shoes on, but it's just like red spats, and he just he rips yes. them off, and there's black shoes underneath. Oh man! <laughs> oh, give me all of that. Yeah, uh, Gato, oh. if you're uh, listening, uh, email us at jabrodiwrestling at gmail dot com, and uh, we will give you more quality booking ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's better than what you came up with. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not fair. <laughs> Is it? No, I, I can't. I can't. I can't talk shit about. I can't talk shit about the bookers. I can't. I mean, yeah, unless it's you know. The World Wildlife Foundation. I, uh, you know, it's fine. I got you. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> uh, we move on to Sonata versus Evil. Um, and I think I, I didn't really put numbers by these, but I think I just you know pretty much went in order: five, four, three, two, one. Probably a five next to Kota. Who who knows? It's now, again. I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Bonesaw make the final ruling on these. But there was two matches here, so which one are you referring to? Well, the, f- the, f- the first one, Sonata versus Evil. <laughs> no, I'm saying there was two Evil versus Sonata matches. Oh, yeah. Because he rang the bell. Oh, <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> evil comes out and says, there's no point in wrestling tonight, and rings the bell to end the match. And Sonata's like, I don't think so. And drags Evil back into the ring, but not before giving the bell one ding, signifying <laughs> yeah. the match is restarted. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> it was like... Because I was, was like, oh, was, Sonata got a win. Yeah, and it was, it was he he did that, and it really looked like he had the inspiration to ring the bell just one more time. Like it yeah. looked like that wasn't planned on his part. So just <laughs> him digging, like he went back to ding the bell and then rolled in the ring. It was just very oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Evil baseball chairs. And Kevin Kelly says, as villainous as the Astros, which is delightful. <laughs> yeah, he he went on like a whole two minute tangent about <laughs> about the Astros and Carlos Correa and all of this shit. And I was like, 
So, I was like, man, he's really been waiting to get this off. So if you if you're one of those people who's not super familiar with uh, New Japan and you're listening to the show and you're like, how evil can a guy named Evil be? It, it, it's as evil as the Astros. Because <laughs> because uh, he took the swing of the chair when the chair was around his neck, um, and then he just wanted to keep going. You could you could tell. Uh, Kevin uh, Kelly was in his bag. Yeah, it was it was so good. <laughs> uh, Sonata putting both of these fools in the paradise lock. Yeah, I always love lo- that. I always love the paradise lock. I like this. They they really made the most of uh, giving Dick Togo some some comeuppance on this night. And there was just a lot of there was just a lot of that stuff. Also, I like how long he left evil. In the Paradise Lock, oh, because yeah. the, the Dick uh, Togo stuff took a little bit. So Evil's just sitting there in the Paradise Lock for like a minute, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sonata uses Evil's leg pass technique and <laughs> drop kicks him, so he put his own little spin on it, which is very funny to me. Sonata plancha... Evil sidesteps and Abe goes flying, and this time the table goes completely over him. So this is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. might be the uh, the mm. Abe t- table uh, messing up of the of the tournament. In yeah. uh, the last time, the table crashed completely on top of him. It went all the way over him. It was just fucking yeah. Funny. This this was the move of the night. Yeah, it no. It, <laughs> It no, it never gets old to me. It's it it's happens funny. every other night in this tournament, and it's hilarious every single fucking time. Yeah. Okay, Togo getting drop kicked off of the apron was was just good. It's, just, <laughs> it's no wonder. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just gets up and he's like, "What the fuck are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And just drop kicks him right in the face. <laughs> just so good. Uh, Goto and T- Togo uh, have the same four letters in their name. I don't know. Do something with that. <laughs> Be the smartest person on the podcast for for realizing that is what you're gonna do. Okay. Fifteen minutes of the match. Evil goes for a chop, but. <laughs> But he jams his fingers into Sonata's <laughs> eyes instead. Oh, goodness. Everyone could say anything that they want to about evil. And I felt like evil was very, you know, everyone still has the same complaints, but I've been enjoying evil this entire G1. Like him, like the he's put just enough of a spin on all of the stuff that he usually does that has been making me enjoy it. That's you, fair. You know, pretending like you're going to chop someone and then just jamming your fingers into their eyes. Yeah, yeah. an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> Evil and Togo go for the magic killer. Sonata wriggles out of it and tricks oh. Togo into doing the magic killer on Evil. That's fan. That was fantastic. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. And then then Kevin Kelly and uh, Chris Charlton were then singing the praises of Dick Togo. Oh, yeah. After after he hit the magic killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Also, I, I I thought that this happened later in the match. It actually happened when uh when Sonata uh, got him in for the uh for the paradise lock. But the way that he got him into the ring was so funny. It was it was kind of cool looking. Like Togo went to like swat at him 
and Sonata like yanked down on the ring and like the momentum caused him to yeah, flip yeah. into the ring. <laughs> Yeah, so was that, like, that was cool. It's like he did a he did a low bridge, but to get him into the ring, which is funny. Instead of getting him out of yeah, the ring, yeah, yeah I, I love that. I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that, but he just popped right over the top of the rope and just fell right in. I just thought it was. Really There's cool. your next match, Goto: a reverse <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, God. You have to throw people into the ring and be the last man standing on the outside. <laughs> and everybody else who's out is just standing in the middle of the ring because they can't do anything because the match is over for them. So they're just sitting in the middle of the ring. <laughs> that sounds like some fucking late stage WCW Eric Bischoff nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Once there are four oh, men left, they will battle to get the championship <laughs> belt off of a pole. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, Sonata drop kicks a chair into Togo's face, and then Evil just throws the chair at Sonata's head. <laughs> uh, and then he hits everything as Evil and gets that pin in 17 minutes, 47 seconds. And yeah, that's uh, that's how it went. I had, I did we all just get a text message from from Ben? <laughs> just I just got super distracted. Here's a section of a show I call reading text messages. Dragonov fights a kid and everyone loves it. Kenny Omega fights a kid and everyone holds it against him forever. Oh, okay. Mm. Shouts to Omega fighting a kid. Gotta love that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, oh, is it, am I am I stupid? Is a kid a wrestler? And then it's a, it's a, a kid. A kid. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. That's okay. That's funny. And I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I man. Anyone. Okay. Anyone who doesn't like, we're going to go into a tangent here really quick. Anyone who doesn't like Kenny Omega fighting a little child just hates fun. Like, yeah, you yeah. you you suck, and you know you deserve to be upset about. You deserve to be upset about it, because that match is so funny. Yeah, it is. I'm a big fan of the the matches like that that happened. Uh, some some people set up a ring in the middle of the street and ran up on Kota Ibushi, and he had to improv a match in the middle of the street but he thought he was going to get jumped or whatever. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's fantastic stuff. No, just send me a link afterwards. I, I, I yeah. gotta see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll, uh, we'll move, we'll move on to the, uh, to the next match here. Best match of the two nights. Yeah. For, for sure. Okada versus Cobb. And finally one other match to enter the conversation for match of the tournament, which is, yeah, not not a lot not a lot doing there. Yeah, uh, there's really only one other one that we're like this match will get mentioned, but you know it'll still be the other match. But this one, you know, will actually maybe give it some contention. We'll we'll see. Okay, Cobb does Okada's little flying elbow thing. It was subtle, but it was very nice. It's you would you'd have to you'd have they didn't call it on commentary, but I but I saw it. It's, okay. It's just that little flying elbow thing that that Okada does. Cobb did. It was great. Cobb riding Okada on the floor. 
<laughs> this is after he after he wrote him in the <laughs> ring, and I, like he jumped on him in the ring and wrote him. Yeah. But now he's out on the floor and he's writing him, and Shingo gives him a little golf clap as if to say, "Yes, quite good, quite good." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like, I, I, I'm impressed. Yeah. It's good. It's good work you're doing here. I loved how they sold the. You know, the the tour of the islands coming from all over the place. Like, there was, like, probably, like, starting early, there was a bunch of, like, oh, is it going to happen here kind of things. Yeah. So I love the way they teased that the whole time. Yeah. Um, mo- moving, moving along, Cobb needlessly long, his needlessly long stall suplexes are an incredible showcase of his strength. Oh man, yes. There, there's no, there's no need to do it other than to be like, look how fucking strong I am, and it fucking works. Mm-hmm. Couple of rolling belly to belly suplexes from Cobb. Okada gets caught out of the air from a plancha. Cobb pops him up for a suplex, but then Okada fights out of it to hit a DDT, and Cobb catches him and hits him with a Northern Lights suplex. And that whole sequence was just incredible. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, man, something cool's going to happen. Nope, something cool's going to happen. Nope, something cool's going to Okay, here we go. <laughs> and, it, and it got a replay. And as always, anything that gets a replay gets jotted down in the notes. Okada with a Tope Cone Hilo out of fucking nowhere, and that gets a replay. Yeah. And it's... You know, I didn't write this down, but I did notice it while I was watching this match. And man, like, Cobb is super big, but I didn't realize, like, how tall and thus how big Okada is. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. So when, o- when Okada, you know, flies like that, it's no small feat. Like, Okada's a gigantic dude. It's so. And it looks so, like, seamless. Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Okada shotgun drop kick from the top turnbuckle and Cobb just rolls over on the top of his head. Like he hit his back and then like popped up completely on his head and then just landed flat on his face. It it was, it was so good looking. Yeah. As was my favorite move of the match, which you're about to bring up. 15 minutes into the match, standing moonsault. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it was before that actually then, uh, the, uh, the uh, Rainmaker uh, getting countered into a spin cycle. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, this is now this is funny because when when I jot down the notes, uh, usually usually I don't put down a lot of the guys like regular like regular stuff in their right in their set. Um, so that, you know, the spin cycle I don't. I haven't mentioned it one time, and this is this is another move like the blue thunder bomb where I haven't mentioned it the entire tournament. But now that you bring it up, I will say it because I was thinking it, but I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. But you brought it up, so now I can say it. I fucking love that move. It's such a cool looking move. Yeah, because it like it feels like it's going somewhere else, and then it literally just stops. And it's one of those things where the move name, you're like, oh my god, I see the washer spin cycle happening. In human form. <laughs> and also, it's like, oh, man, he's doing a tour of the island. Nope, it's a spin cycle. Still a good surprise. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, I, I, and I don't usually write standing moonsault, but, you know, I figured I'd write standing moonsault since you were going to be here. 
I should have wrote spin cycle down too. Okay. Uh, Cobb with the tombstone. Uh, uh, Cobb with the tombstone pile driver doesn't release it. Yes. Hits Okada with a second spinning tombstone pile Oh my driver. goodness. Double tubes. Like literally didn't release it. Picks it back up. And spin. Yeah, that, that whole little sequence was crazy. Man, I think I think last year during the G one, I was like, "Man, he's so strong. I wish they just let him showcase how strong he is." And they really fucking took that ball and ran with it this year. Yeah, man. They did. it's been incredible. Yeah, Cobb does the rainmaker pose. <laughs> Chris this is Char- so good. Chris Charlton calls him the Aloha Maker. <laughs> Say That's Aloha great. to your chances of winning the G one climax, Okada. Because <laughs> Cobb's got this perfect Nate in the bag. <laughs> Cobb flips through Okada's money clip backbreaker attempt, and then a series of incredible reversals ensues. But yeah. I specifically liked that because it was so deft for how big he is. Like, he just flipped right over the side, and then they it was just reversal city there. Yeah. Um, we're 20 minutes into the match now. All, all the reversal, like, I was just like, it was just a bunch of awesome reversals. I can't sit down and uh, I would have been writing reversals for 20 minutes. Like the right. match, the match is not as long as it would have taken me to write all those notes. Uh, 20 minutes in Cobb does Okada's turnbuckle drop kick. <laughs> it's, Jeff Cobb has been stealing all the right moves and, and they're great uh, because his drop kick is so good and it's double impressive for how, how big he is. Cobb goes for an avalanche tour of the islands and Okada counters him with a DDT. <laughs> it was fucking incredible. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it was so good. Cobb tries to tries to uh, 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 to pop him into a tour tour of the islands. Uh, he's so strong. He just tries to do a pop up tour of the islands, and you know. He has hit that before. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Okada hits the landslide tombstone pile driver. Hits a rainmaker. Gets that pin in 23 minutes and 35 seconds. Okada is the B-block champion. Which we already congratulated him for on the uh, last show after he lost to Tamatanga. So, official congratulations are in order. Okada is the uh, the B block champion. How about that fucking match of the night for sure? Yeah, the match was crazy. But again, you had a undefeated Jeff Cobb. You could have had him taking out Okada and then going in to face Ibushi, who was you know going for his third straight you know win, his fourth straight finals, and you had the you had this super interesting match where you could have made a brand new huge star in Cobb, which he may have made himself anyway. Um, you know, or you have, you know, Abushi cementing his legacy more by, you know, taking out this dude that just went undefeated and had one of the better G1 tournaments. Like, this this was where I was upset because um, while I thought, like, Abushi or shouldn't have, you know, won over Kenta or Zack Sabre Jr., I really felt like, okay, Cobb is truly the dude that put the tournament on his back. And this dude was unbeaten. You had a chance to do something really special, and you just 
dropped the ball, in my opinion. But the match was incredible. Well, Hark, what's that? More commentary from Bonesaw. Bonesaw, take it away. Coming to you live on remote from Pepper Lunch, deep in the heart of the Neon Jungle Primeval Las Vegas, Nevada. So, bringing you thoughts on Okada Cobb. That was a pretty great match. Exciting, good pace. Had a lot of character, namely Okada. Um, he seemed to bring out a lot of tricks and variations on his normal moveset, which I thought was pretty cool. Showed a little depth of his exceptional abilities, and that's what it takes to overcome the, the sheer might of the mountain Jeff Cobb. Yeah, he had to do a bunch of crazy stuff to overcome Jeff Cobb, even though it still only took one Rainmaker, which I thought was surprising. I kind of figured that was going to be a two or three Rainmaker kind of night, but no, he fell to one. So yeah, that capped off what was truly an Okada showcase. Um, match of the night, I assume I didn't watch any of the other ones, but probably probably consider it for match of the tournament, but I don't think I would pick it to win. So we've got Okada Ibushi coming up, and that sounds pretty epic. It's been a while since they've gone head-to-head, I think. Probably last G1, and then their match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, no, it would have been Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. No, I don't know. But that match was great, too, so this will probably be pretty awesome. All right, good night. Let's go to the very last ceremonial reading of the points for the B Block. There we go. Tournament champion with a tiebreaker over Jeff Cobb. At 16 point, 16 fucking points, man. <laughs> Kazuchika Okada, Jeff Cobb also had 16 points, but, you know, it's the tiebreaker. Evil with 14 points. Because <laughs> how, you know? <laughs> yeah, th- this is a really weird G1 climax. Yeah. Tanahashi and Sonata with 8 points. Taichi, Tamatanga, Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto all with six points and four points for Chase Owens. Weird. Yeah. Just weird standings overall, but yeah. But if you're if you're gonna have two guys basically go yeah, if you uh, go undefeated the entire tournament, the points have gotta come from somewhere, so yeah, you know, it's not it's not so weird. Tanahashi and Sonata getting and then and then also being like and we'll have you know we'll have evil on their heels too just as a you know a carrot to you know dangle in front of people to be like I hate this well and evil ended up with the second uh like in some sort of way second most points because Okada and Cobb tie with 16 and Ibushi and Ka or Ibushi and evil both have 14 so um, yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's it. That's it for the B block. Um, that's it. We're gonna go to uh, post match comments. I only have one set of post match comments, and uh, it's a uh, pretty apropos of this entire tournament. Tomatonga says, "Congratulations, Goto, but fuck you, and everyone else in this tournament." Congratulations, but fuck all y'all. This concludes the events of the B block of G1 Climax 31. <laughs> you know, it really couldn't have been said better. <laughs> any any final thoughts there? Uh, a tra- train saw. 
<laughs> you know, bo- bone train would have been so much cooler, but I was like, yeah. no, train saw because train it's saw. stupid. It's fucking dumb. Um, yeah, I think these nights kind of encapsulate what this entire tournament's been. And that's, you know, probably slightly above average, super safe. Um, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a great match for the finals for sure. Um, yeah. Like I, if, I, I'm, if I'm picking a winner, I, I think it'll be Okada just because I don't think they'll have a Bushi win three in a row. Um, but like, yeah, it's fine. But uh, Cobb Okada uh, comes out being kind of the best match for me. And uh, the best wrestlers of the event were Zack Sabre Jr. and Jeff Cobb for me. Yeah. And it's, to be fair, you know, Okada or o- Okada deserves to to win it, honestly. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. There there were a bunch of other there were a bunch of other cool scenarios, but you know, yeah. they have no problem shoehorning in someone who doesn't have a briefcase at all and then somehow Kota Ibushi ends up with a championship on a night that starts with Naito having both of the championships. Yeah, I mean, here we are, Roman versus Cena, you know. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> New Japan style. Yeah, so you, so you know, whatever. It's 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 fine. It's going it's going to be good. I needed you here to remind me that it's still going to be good. So I I shouldn't. It I shouldn't will be. Co- I shouldn't complain. Yeah. So we're gonna worry about it. So uh, the finals the finals are already out. What are you doing? Go watch them. Um, they're out right now. Yeah, they're they're already out. So you you go you go watch that immediately. Um, as for when you'll hear back from us, uh, Bonesaw and I will be back on Saturday and we will talk about the final night of the G1 Climax 31 and, uh, it's Retrospecticus 3, the Retrospecticusing, I think I called it last year. It's not a good name, but it wasn't a good tournament, so... There you go. There you go. Hey, they made a star I, out of Cobb. Yeah, you you know what though the the fun of the tournament is you know having having people to go through the go through the tournament with you. So, Boatsell's good enough to uh, also forget his friends, family, school, and work for for a month to you know go on this quest. You know the ultimate pinnacle of our uh, jabroni versary over here. Yeah. Let's just hope let next year things open up and we get the chaos and the craziness of people like Brian Danielson or Moxley showing up, you know, um, just something to kind of uh, make the matchups a little more interesting. And, you know, maybe a, a nice final run when the dude ever retires, if he ever will uh, for Suzuki, you know? Yeah, it's you Put Suzuki in any G1. It's fine. I, I, it does, does not matter to me. Okay. Uh, let's do some uh, some butt business here, and then we'll, uh, we'll get on up out of here. To check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni Podcast Network that Bonesaw and I definitely did not make a bunch of commercials about telling everyone how lame and stupid they were, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club and Why Did We Ever Meet. Tune in to Biff Radio. Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop after hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell. And draft pop culture with Andy, James and Drew, on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. 
Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, retweet, subscribe, favorite, bookmark. And, of course, you can always email us at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com. And, yeah, that's uh, we're at the end here. You got anything you want to say before we go, Andy? Uh, I think I'll just leave the people with this. You can't train your face, Daniel. <laughs> God. For for <laughs> oh, now I'm just laughing because of how dumb it is. <laughs> for a trade Andy Liner, I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno. Take her easy. <laughs>